0: your seatbelt and hold on, where Nashville music scene comes alive, right where you are. You're listening to Notable Nashville Podcast with your host, Groove Dr. J. Don't miss a beat.
1: Hey folks, this is Grayson Foster and my song Cash Money Honey.
2: We could quit now, we could keep going. We could live all our lives with the shoes untied If we don't look down, there's no way of knowing We could leave town, get out of the city We could pack all the things that mean something Take a ride to the other side in your manual mini Tongue lash, all gas, both feet on the dash. All thrill, no frill, we can make it last. Say what you wanna say, we pay our bills in cash, money. Honey. do now stomachs are rumbling there's no restaurants or food trucks if we're down and I look I'm sure we'll think of something tongue lash all gas both feet on the dash all thrill no frill we can make it last Say what you want to say We pay our bills with cash money Honey Cash money Honey Cash money
0: All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in to Notable Nashville Podcast. Today's guest is Grayson Foster. Thanks for joining us today. No problem. Happy to be here. And uh so that that song that you just played, Cash Money, Honey, um, you released that what, 2021? Was that one of your older releases?
1: That was, yeah. That was that was the uh one of the good things like that came out of the pandemic for me, I think. Was, cool, cool. Um, that little outlook on life and a song and a video. Oh, so you put on a music video for it too? Yeah, we did. Um, my best friend, um uh, from like kindergarten and I have a film company and um, I do the sound and he does the directing and we decided to make a video so we went out to uh, the Mojave Desert and shot a video oh wow yeah that's awesome so go check that out
0: if you haven't seen I gotta go check it out I haven't seen it yet.
1: Gotta, yeah it's a little weird it's got like you know apocalyptic cannibals and all that but okay. it's all just a metaphor it's not real nice nice yeah.
0: Um, so I wanted to bring up uh, you were so you are not from here. you're from the Carolinas., uh, we talked a little bit before, like you bounced around between North Carolina and South Carolina. So uh, what what brought you to Nashville or how how long have you been here?
1: Um, yeah, so I grew up in Charlotte, North Carolina, which was a great place to grow up, and then went to school in Clemson, South Carolina, Go Tigers. And while I was down there, um, it's kind of like a few friends of mine also played music, and I had been writing a few songs at that point in time and they expressed interest to start a band and we did that and after like two years of just kind of doing the tailgates and and bars we started to like really dive into the production and songwriting and and um, actually one of the guys who runs 4115 Dewey Boyd is a Clemson grad okay and he came down and we met up with him and he was like you guys should come to Nashville and make a record and we did that and after I like went through that experience I was like this is exactly what I need this to do I want to be yeah totally yeah, yeah.
0: So I gotta bring up that band name too. I, I love it, the dipping skinnies. The, skinnies, the dipping babies. skinnies, baby. Yeah. <laughs> there,
1: there was a time where we wanted to change it to just the skinnies, but we were attached to the dipping part as well. I, I like it though. It's a it gives a visual
0: of uh, you know, very, you know, lucrative things. Yeah, you just need a dipping. youthful band, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um so then you, you began kind of your solo stuff here in Nashville in 2019, releasing quite a few singles. Um, but you were telling me that, you know, you weren't writing a ton like during the pandemic and everything that happened. Um, but where did you kind of find your your craft of writing songs, uh, you know, more prominently?
1: Um, so I guess like, the entire songwriting journey is kind of cool. Um, you know, I didn't really know it was I knew it was something you could do, but I think I was one of those naive kids who like, you know, in, in, in third and fourth grade when I was listening to Sync I'm like, oh, these guys got together and they made this song, Bye Bye Bye. And in reality, like, that's not the case. Yeah, There's yeah. people behind doors. So I think when I was a junior, I'd already written like a few just kind of silly songs, like one revenge breakup song and then some funny ones to make fun of my friends. And these people came in and did a songwriting workshop. And that's when I was like, well, wow, this is like a thing you can you can do. So I just practiced a little more. And then by the time the band came around, I, w- I took that role and started writing a lot. Um, moved up here, very quickly realized that my writing needed to get a lot better to stand up to, to the talent up here. Uh-huh. So I spent a few years in that little gap, like really working on it and, and then finding um, my favorite collaborators. And I think that's sort of where I'm at now versus the pandemic is... Through all that and after that, I identify the people that I really like to work with and and my process versus other people's.
0: Okay, so do you do a lot of co-writing now uh, being in Nashville?
1: Uh, A little bit. So I like to um, spend a little bit of time working on brief ideas. I try to like write, you know, just words, ideas, song titles that come to mind and then get either like a chorus or a verse or some sort of start. Uh And as soon as I hit a roadblock there, if I do, I'll stop and I'll wait until my next session um, with like my, my buddy John Luke or my buddy Austin and and then hash it out from there. and okay. Kind of get like edited a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes I can just follow the wrong path, and and songwriting is all about like navigating that right path and making good decisions and coming up with something cohesive. And, yeah, and it's nice to have someone there to kind of check you.
0: For sure. Yeah. So you brought up that you do sound for your videos and stuff. How did you get into the craft of you know production and and you know, the art of, of working with sound?
1: I think that was, that was just like the happy accident of, uh, recording my own demos and coming, becoming familiar with just audio recording in general and post-production. And then my buddy will, um, coming to me with a, um, like pilot episode that he did. And he was like, the sound is rough. I need you to help me. So I'd like did as good as I could, what I knew how to do. And And we actually ended up winning an award for music for that one, which oh, wow. was pretty wild. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this was, this is kind of cool. So from then on, we just, we both kind of went at it together. That's very cool. Yeah, and I love being on set too. There's, there's like, you know, I think it's the same feeling you have when you're, if whether it's like a weekend recording session or a week long recording session with a band, like being on set on a film is the same like creative feeling. It's just, it's energetic. So then with your music, do you do most of the production yourself as well? Uh, I will do a little bit of it, but I, I definitely lean on, on uh, especially with the past few songs that have come out, my buddy John Luke Lewis. Okay. Yeah. So I read that you
0: uh, went out with, uh, well, you were going out on tour with a, a company member of Houndmouth. Um, I liked them a lot. Um, but the pandemic must've stopped that tour or something
1: that did. Yeah. She was going to do another, another leg. And like right in the middle of that was when the pandemic hit, but, oh, Okay, but that, yeah, that tour, that was great. That was, it was an opportunity for me to like open and really play my songs in front of a lot of people. And, um, kind of just test some things out and uh yeah it was it was a great experience
0: so you were just uh was it just you when you play out live do you bring a band or is it just kind of you solo
1: it was actually it actually kind of worked out in a in a funny way um she was looking for a band and uh she was being managed by um a guy that my roommate worked for so he uh told told her about my band and they were going to play for her. And then she was like, well, I need an opener. And I was like, well, I'll play. And then, oh, OK, so the band kind of like backed both of us. That's awesome. Yeah, it was cool, which created a nice like um, like cohesive uh, tour environment. Awesome.
0: So talk a little bit more about your uh, singles that you put out. I know we just talked about Cash Money Honey, but um, you have uh, quite a few singles out right now. Do you have any plans of putting out a like an album or is it more singles for, for now?
1: Yeah. So uh, I just put out. In March, I put out a song called Like a Fire, which I'm super proud of. Um, I'm, I really like the way it sounded. I think I'm like starting to really identify with that sound that's like nostalgic but kind of current also in a way. Uh-huh. Um, got that one, and then I have another one coming out June 6th called Sleepy Baby, which after kind of a rockin' single, I'm going to dial it back down with a little soft pop. Um, yeah, and then I will do believe the plan is to do two more singles and then wrap that up uh, with some of the older songs like Cash Money and and you know put out an album. Awesome. Yeah
0: and then move on. <laughs> so uh, an EP or like a full album with with more songs to it?
1: Oh man I mean I think based on number of songs you'd probably call, call it an, an album. Or an album. Okay. Yeah because I think it's going to be like seven or eight with like an intro song. Okay, um, awesome. But I think I think it'll be over 30 minutes which I guess is what the DSP's like they say an album is yeah yeah I'd love for it to be an album okay well let's make it an album (laughs) yeah sure
0: um so as far as your plans on playing out do you have any plans on playing any more shows in Nashville or other you know areas
1: um yeah I'm going to Charlotte in a few weeks uh in a few weeks here to do like a little corporate event but then also on the back end of that do like a kind of listening listening show acoustic show okay um at my hometown in Charlotte and um Yeah, there's some plans in the works to do some full band stuff um, later in the year, probably like summer or fall when when a few more of the singles are out. Okay. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm a married man now. I just turned 30. It's a little harder to get out there on the road. Yeah, you came here with your wife and your cat. And my cat. In a little backpack, Mm -hmm.
0: so it's a little toasty in the studio. The AC is out right now, so... Uh, thanks for bearing with us. Nah, but, I'm in a full tux. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I texted you. I was like, wear summer clothes. You're like, dang, I was planning on wearing a, a full tux. So, <laughs> radio uh, is a formal attire. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, so, uh, when you do you go to a lot of shows out in Nashville? Like living here, do you what kind of music do you go out and like listen to?
1: Um, you know, I feel like I listen to just kind of like the demos my friends are making a lot of the time. Uh-huh. Um, I actually worked. At the old Family Wash when it was still going on. Oh, okay, cool. Um, and I think the last few shows I've actually gone to see. Brie Kennedy, I went to see Bree. Um, She's great. And uh, let's see. But no, I don't really, I don't go to a you lot, of, a lot shows, of shows, no. 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 Well. I don't, because that means, usually means that I can't play golf, and I like doing that. <laughs> oh, you're a golfer? Oh, I okay. love it, yeah.
0: Nice. Did you watch the Masters?
1: Yeah, as much as I could. Yeah, yeah? Yeah.
0: I always I, I like watching golf. People sometimes say it's so boring, but it's 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 calming to me. It's to very watch. peaceful. Yeah.
1: Especially that one. That one's that one's built different.
0: For sure. Well, uh Grayson, thanks so much for stopping by. Uh would you wanna maybe play the new single that you ha- that you have coming out?
1: I'd love to, yeah. A little right.
0: Sleepy baby. Sleepy baby, is that what it's called? Yeah, Sleepy All right, Baby. Sweet, let's hear it.
2: She's falling asleep in the living room At 3.45 in the afternoon A house in the hills would be luxury But I believe nobody else has a better view She wears on my clothes when I'm away And mixes a tea with a lemonade every word all too well I can tell that she's gonna be my ever slow
0: Thanks for tuning in to Notable Nashville Podcast, broadcast from Acme Radio Live, right in the heart of downtown Nashville. Check us out on the socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And if you like it, you can also support this podcast on Anchor by clicking the link in the platform that you are listening on. Hey, until next time, thanks for listening to Notable Nashville Podcasts. This podcast is sponsored by Smokers Abbey. They've got everything you could want. Craft cigars, quality pipe tobacco, a huge liquor and draft beer selection, everything you need to find rest for your soul. Smoker's Abbey has two locations around the Nashville area, one right in the heart of East Nashville and the other over in Gallatin, Tennessee. So what are you waiting for? Head over to Smoker's Abbey today.
2: They're open late.